Hyperglass, WBEZ Chicago. <laughs> this week, this American Life. I was I was uh, fucking around with this, and this thing has some like presets on it that that um they kind of have this sort of like um I don't know what the word would be sort of like airy xylophone type right. stuff that when you play it it sounds really poignant. Yeah. Like something you'd hear on This American Life and I was thinking about how funny it would be to have a episode of This American Life about um Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Ira Glass like WBEG Chicago this week on This American Life. We're gonna go to the Midwest with a man named Wayne Zelinsky. <laughs> His his kids got into his lab. They shrunk themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what happens next will astound you, <laughs> break your heart. I don't know. I can't really sustain made, the Irish made, made famous by uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah. <laughs> the guy. Did you know the guy that directed Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Um, also directed October Sky. Who was that, Jim? His name John- was Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston. I know it's two J's. How'd you know that? No, I didn't. I thought it was Jim Jar. I thought I thought Jim Jarvis <laughs> might have been chasing the money for a minute. You think Jim Jarvis did? Honey, I shrunk the kids. No, I, I didn't really think that, but I knew the guy was two J's. Oh man! No, he did. He did October Sky, which is it's about West Virginia, right? One of it's the got f- Jake Gyllenhaal. In it. One of the few. Movies I've seen about West Virginia that actually doesn't shy away from the, um, you know, like most movies you see shot in Appalachia, they're shot in like Western North Carolina right. or somewhere where there's actually sun. Right. Like most <laughs> movies set in Appalachia, like don't they shy away from the holler? And right. October Sky is one of those movies that doesn't. Right. It's very bleak <laughs> and sort of like cloudy throughout the whole thing. Frankie Taylor's in that one too, right? I think so. Have you seen Logan Lucky? Oh, is that the one that uh, Channing Tatum did the the yeah. tour? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and went all Blue Lives Matter on us. Oh shit! Was that what that was for? Yeah, he went to the Harlan Harlan KSP post. Did, were they shooting that in Harlan? I don't know if they're shooting in Harlan. He was doing like uh, some kind of press tour thing where he was going to these places. No shit. Well, that would make sense. So Logan Lucky is a is set in West Virginia. Okay. Well, it's weird. It's one of those movies. It's like um, they sort of do the justified thing where they think that like Charlotte, North Carolina, is a hop, skip, and a jump away from Boone County, West Virginia. Right. Yeah, just a short drive. Right. Um, but it looks like they shot it in Western North Carolina, and you know, I think it's actually good. I thought it was a pretty good. You watched it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it last night. Um, I thought it was really good, actually. Uh, but it's one of those where they like make West Virginia look like. It's this sunny, beautiful place. I love West Virginia. West Virginia is beautiful. But you got to understand that if you live in the coal fields, you never see the sun. You never <laughs> see the sun. <laughs> Literally right ain't now. Ain't no sunshine. <laughs> like that song um, that everybody sings at Open Mic Summit on Wednesday nights. Well, the sun comes up about 10 in the morning. Right, yeah. <laughs> the sun goes down. It's not an exaggeration. That shit's real. That is that is real in the field. Uh, no, it's pretty good though. It's like a, it's like the hillbilly oceans eleven. 
Really, it's the guy, the same, the guy that directed it, directed Ocean's Eleven, really, and Magic Mike, and like so, Steven Soderbergh. Okay, so okay, I did not yeah. Soderbergh. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I I I enjoyed it. You know, I could see it being one of those movies where like the woke Appalachian crowd would want to write a think piece about it about how it's got problematic elements. <laughs> like, what are the, some of the problematic elements that, that they would identify? Well, two of the main characters are your sort of, like, <laughs> typical... Are, are in the throes of opioid addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the subtext. <laughs> but uh, two, the two of the main characters are, like, your sort of typical, like, Cletus, uh, Appalachia, you know, right. missing teeth, that whole thing. Right. But I do think the movie is actually interesting... It kind of flips it. It like it, it it like sort of sets these two different worlds where there's this like inner world of these Appalachian sort of like uh, former coal miner rough type guys right. who are like pulling off this heist, and um, and like the first three quarters of the movie kind of makes you think that oh they're stupid they're never gonna get away with this right but like the last sort of quarter of the movie is just like oh this is brilliant like the rest of the world is stupid for you know what i mean for so i thought it was like i thought it was good for that reason like it sort of like turns a lot of stereotypes and things like on its head yeah and um i don't know again i'm sure a lot of people would uh disagree but uh let me turn these levels up you should check it out I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. You should check it out, baby. So I had notes for the show, but um, I lost them. Yeah. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> <laughs> These are some more notes that I just sort of drew, drew up today. <laughs> but you, could you imagine finding the notes <laughs> that I draw for this show? And <laughs> like Food City parking lot man it's taken me a while to really get this whole setup like you know figured out i'm into it we're in uh terrence's beat lab yeah we're in my <laughs> the the kind of beat lab where i make music beats not where i yeah. beat off <laughs> although <laughs> i do have a yeah <laughs> where i make music beats uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. terrence makes music beats it's a lot of problem solving, to be honest, and it's really funny. It's kind of nice in a ch- in a challenging way. Like, I feel like a lot of adulthood. Well, okay, just for me personally, I can't really speak for anybody else because I watched my dad, you know, do all kinds of incredible things, like build bathrooms on our house. You know what I mean? I'm a hundred percent convinced I'll never be able to build a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me neither. But like, I feel like. Adulthood for me is like, I really rarely have to problem solve. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like when's the last time you really had to solve a problem? Gosh, <laughs> well, one that didn't involve my uh, sort of mental health, I can't recall. Right. I've always been though. Let me tell you what I've always been. I say I couldn't build a bathroom. I in a pinch, I probably could, <laughs> but dig a hole in the ground. My, I've always been sort of the gopher of the job sites. You know what I mean? Yeah. The like, run and go for. The gopher. Yeah, like if something needs to be tested out or tried out. Yeah. Tom will do it. Well, not exactly. <laughs> more like, <laughs> more like, um, so I'll give you an example of something that happened to me one time. 
uh, if you've ever found yourself on a job site in eastern Kentucky and and all the the old heads there kind of suspect you're a little soft, <laughs> in which they can do that by looking at your hands. Your right. hands, the hands, the hands haven't. <laughs> and I, my hands are pretty effete for. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. But I count about six calluses on that, and I've had those for years. I've not added any new calluses. That's better than no calluses. That's true. But I remember the first time I I was on this job, I was roofing. You know the stage at the uh, walking track? Oh, yeah. Did you build that? I didn't build it. (laughs) I helped roof it. Okay. Well, I was... uh, They told me to go get, like, some... uh, some uh, T-bar and some fucking shingles and all this stuff sent me on a run. Uh-huh. And then they said, um, um, go get a uh, protracted, what they call it? A protracted something or another. <laughs> something that didn't exist, probably. Something, well, you've, you've beat me to the joke. <laughs> so I go up to Taylor Middle and Roofing and I go... I go uh, <clears throat> all confidently. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. If you got um, any protracted, whatever it was, I just remember the word protracted. I need uh, maybe about four of those. And that guy looked at me and fucking died laughing. He probably He's, knew exactly. He said, what, "Lanny Day sent you." Yeah. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what job you were on. <laughs> oh man! I said, "Yeah." He said, "Buddy," he said, "That don't exist." <laughs> Don't let him fuck with you. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't get challenged as often. It's uh. However, though, I think I guess for that reason, it would be kind of fun to work in a power plant. Yeah. Especially like a nuclear power plant. Yeah. Do you imagine the problems you have on a daily? <laughs> What's a bad day at the nuclear power plant? Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's, you know, say there's plenty of good examples of bad days at the power plant. Do you think there's ever been a like a nuclear meltdown that was caused by like an inner office affair? I mean, like, what do you think is the worst thing that's ever happened in a nuclear power plant that was not caused by like an earthquake? Or what was Chernobyl caused by? Uh, that shit know, melted. I forget. I, like Fukushima was like a bad earthquake, right? That sounds right. Yeah. You imagine just being at work and the ground is shaking real bad, and you're at the you're at the worst possible place for that <laughs> to like, be happening. At fuck, man, <laughs> I felt that way in, in my life at times. That uh, you're in the worst possible place. That you're in the worst possible situation at the worst, at the worst possible time, conceivable time. Interesting. Say more about that. Uh, God. Well. Hmm. I was trying to think. Of, I I want to tell stories, but you've heard all my stories. No, I I haven't heard all your stories. I told you about <laughs> told you about going. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going down this. Well, it's like uh, you know, it, it is funny to think about like if really catastrophic things have occurred just because of like. Ego, well, okay, that's every day. <laughs> so, but but I guess what I'm talking about is like at a pow- at a nuclear power plant, the one place where you cannot fuck up. There's no margin. There's of no error, margin yeah. of error. Yeah, <laughs> you no. cannot fuck up at a nuclear power plant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this article 
y- yesterday or something about Fukushima and how Japan has like 17,000 spent fuel rods for our new (laughs) 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 I've got one of those a spent spent fuel fuel rod rod. you need do you need like a hazmat team to get rid of uh, get rid of it my spent fuel rod call call in FEMA and get this man's spent fuel rod out of here yeah, no, Japan's got, they've got, like, all these spent fuel rods they need to get rid of, and they're highly radioactive, and it's a big problem. Like, apparently, you know, I was reading this article, apparently it's, like, in Japan. <laughs> oh. Now that I'm thinking about it, the way this article framed it, it was kind of just like, so, uh, you know, we don't have anything. Not a big go- deal. <laughs> we don't have anything going on in Fukushima right now, because, you know, everybody left. <laughs> So what if we just put all these? Sp- okay, no, okay, all right, all right. Forget I said. Forget it. I said it. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> but the article is basically like, in five more years, they'll come back and basically propose the same thing. Apparently, Fukushima has been like fucked over. It's kind of like, from what I understand, it's kind of like East Kentucky in a lot of ways. It's just like they sort of just like use the place for its resources, for what it's and worth, and now they just yeah, they yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, and that's probably what they'll do to East Kentucky, you know, and. We're going to be getting 20, the spent years. fuel rods. We'll be getting spent God fuel damn rods. It. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Did you see the other day, uh, I think this happened just yesterday, um, one of the trucks was coming down from, uh, fucking, it was coming down the mountain. <laughs> Did you see that look? Fuck, where was it coming down from? <laughs> Did you see the look Fuck. on my face? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you, you I know, hate recalling st- details of story. I I love it because uh, there's a lot of gratuitous cursing that goes on with that. Yeah. And I love it. Fuck. Where the, wherever the fuck we were. Right, right. Like, why do we cuss so Well, much? that's how you pad a story out. <laughs> yeah. That's how you pad a story yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but fuck, man. There's So, you know, one of these trucks, one of these, like, 18 wheelers or some shit was coming over the mountain right here uh, in Payne Gap. Yeah. And uh, I guess took that turn a little too fast getting on. Is this the chicken truck? Yeah, dude. The raw chicken? 20 tons of raw chicken. Dude, just all over the road. I started retweeting that and just said, that's just peak Easter Kentucky. It's just like, <laughs> that's just, that's par for the goddamn course. For the, could you imagine if it would have happened in a dead summer, like in August, and they just start frying on the fucking highway? <laughs> Man, if it would have been near water, they would have just said, ah, just push it in the creek, it'd be fine. That, to me, is one of the more sort of banal things of capitalism. You know what I mean? Just, like, just the waste, just the everyday waste that we don't even see. Like, that story didn't register on any, store, like, larger story outlets, media outlets, right. except maybe WYMT and EKB here right. in, in East Kentucky. Like, and that shit, you know, happens everywhere on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, all yeah. those 20 tons of chickens went to the slaughterhouse just to be 20 overt- tons <laughs> just to end up on fucking they had- US 23. <laughs> Dude, they had a, uh, they had, like, a wildcat out there fucking, like, when the video that I saw, it was Chris Anderson, and they had the wildcat behind him, and he was just 
picking it up and scooping it up and dumping it in one big ass pile. It's all wasted. <laughs> you can't use it. What are you gonna do it? with it? Nothing. Or feed it to fucking wild animals or some shit. I guess. You could do that, yeah. You could take it to the bull hole. <laughs> feed the living down there. <laughs> yeah. Feed the politicians living down there. Um Yeah, man. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, uh, so Trump's dick. Yeah. Are we going to get to see that? Well, if there's any, if there's a God, no. But, uh, I read something today that, that said that it was bullshit that Stormy Daniels' lawyers were just bluffing or something you like that. You think so? You think so? I, who knows? I don't know. But, you know how you could kind of tell how a guy's hung about, his phys- other physical features. And I'm not saying like his shoe size or anything like that. I think that's been thoroughly debunked. Right. But you know that a guy that's like tall and skinny's hung like a funk of bank meal. You said you think Trump is? Is he tall? Trump's six three. Okay. And right or <laughs> six three's probably like <laughs> six foot even. He likes to probably likes to tack on a few inches. That would be the only narratively funny thing if Trump actually did have a big dick. Because like the the running gag about him has been for years, you yeah. know, is that he's clearly got a micro pan. Dude, I don't they know why, but I'm kinda rooting for Trump to have just the biggest hog that ever existed. <laughs> and the re and the one reason I am kinda yeah. and I'm ashamed of it is like for all those fucking libs that didn't call that didn't call that body shaming down the middle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, you think it'd be poetic justice, is what you're saying. That's the only thing I want him to have in this life. That's Everything, why I'm, I hope I hope all the worst things happen in life to him. But I hope he's just fucking you, rocking a monster. You, yeah. That yeah. said, that said, that said, I'm going to make an educated guess here. Okay. He's a little doughy, which means that he's automatically going to lose about a half inch. I'd say, if my calculations are correct, Trump's clocking in at 5.8 inches hard as a rock. <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with, with decent girth, but not oh, optimal girth. I don't know, man. I sort of anticipate his dick to look like one of these raw chicken tickets that was on the highway home <laughs> here. It's not going to be pleasant for anybody. What's your guess? On his dick size? Yeah. Um, fuck, man. I think that he probably has an average size dick. At 6'3". God, at me. I don't know. I, well, it's it that that metric also is deceptive. I had a buddy named Tyler. I won't say his last name. I'll just his name's Tyler. Tyler was about six four. Used to play point guard at the Division One level, and he used to go around high school say, "Yeah, boys, they call me old Nine Iron." <laughs> Oh, you know why they call me Nine Iron, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we get it, we get it, Tyler. But nobody questioned him though, because he was like tall and lanky. You uh-huh. know, if people really wonder where Jordan Peterson, people like Jordan Peterson, come from, this is where they come this from. This is where they get. This is this is where this is Jordan Peterson is only the logical endpoint 
of guys like that walking around oh, yeah. and saying, "This is this is what it's like to be a man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this seriously to our audience. This is why we need Tanya here. Yeah. Gosh, Dave, it's so lonely without her. Um. Anyway. No, it's bad though. It's it's terrible. I don't. Um. Well, Tyler, as it turned out, had more of a more of a sand wedge than a <laughs> than a nine iron. You're saying it bent dramatically at the at the <laughs> it has a, at the about end. a fifty eight degree. Wow. No, it was it was uh it was a lot smaller than I expected. A a guy that should have a case of the tall dick. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're a really big guy. See, for me, I'm a really just sort of fragile. I'm a very wiry guy, so you know it's all about proportion. <laughs> Deduct your own conclusions, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's get off of this one. Okay. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> what? Well, this is not ground we've not tread before. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn dog. Well, another Letcher County news. In other Letcher County news, did you read about the bridge in Perkins Branch, Perkins Creek? The one that got washed away and stranded. The one that a got community. stranded a community, but the one where the National Kentucky National Guard brought in the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about this? Yeah, it's uh. And the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 news article was funny about it. So okay, so for the audience. The Kentucky National Guard, there was a flood, it washed a bridge away. The Kentucky National Guard brought in a bridge. I guess it was the Army Corps of Engineers. And um, they wanted the county to have armed guards around it at all times. Patrol it, make sure nobody touched it or walked on it or anything. And they wanted the county to foot the bill. But the the reason this is funny is because none of this shit got worked out in advance. I mean, <laughs> they showed up with the bridge and then just expected the. It's like they wanted a cash payment. It was yeah. When you really like look at it, it was like a Wild West showdown or something. <laughs> Two people just not on the same page at all. Yeah, they wanted yeah they wanted cash payment, armed guards around the bridge at all times. Uh, fucking Indio Morricone's playing the background, right. tumbleweeds right floating by. It was funny. Jim Ward's quote was pretty funny because he said. He's like, what are we going to do, shoot him? Like, if somebody's trying to get on the bridge, what, what are we going to do, shoot him? And he's exactly <laughs> right. He's exactly right. Like, wh- what the fuck is the point? Armed guards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Caroline about this on Sunday, and um, in, I think this story is interesting for a lot of reasons, because I can't figure out if the story here is, like, the increasing militarization of literally every aspect of our lives. That is that is bizarre. Or Or austerity. And I think that's I think it's the two go hand in hand. Yeah. I think it's just a classic tale of you've got several elements here. Yeah, you've got the increasing militarization of every aspect of our lives. Then the fact that our county's broke as fuck. Yeah. And then you've got the ego of the people at the Army Corps of Engineers just who just would show up and just be like uh yeah, you're going to we're going to need you to patrol this at all times and you're going to have to pay for it. Like it just seemed like they wanted to show up and have a big presence. Yeah. And the county just wasn't really and to like yeah, it's yeah. Uh, kudos to Jim Ward for taking that stand cuz it's like yeah, well, okay, yeah, some 14-year-old kids pound the bridge. What the fuck are you going to do? Exactly. 
It's so absurd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so absurd, man. But, but um, you know, I was in a pretty bad. I was in a pretty bad mood last week. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's new. <laughs> well, you know, you uh, you know, I was feeling pretty defeatist, as you said, and um, and I, it was bec- it was partly because of that. Like that story is absolutely absurd to me, but. But the other thing that really just sort of got under my skin was this um, Pikeville cop that got shot. Oh, right, right, yeah. And the story, that's pretty wild. Apparently he was, I think his name was Scotty Hamilton. Scotty Hamilton, yeah. He was patrolling uh, this area called Hurricane Creek where they say it's like, apparently the cops knew it to have high drug activity. Right. And he was patrolling the area with with a state trooper a Kentucky state trooper and they split up to they, I think they were like they had an arrest warrant or they were going to go check out some guy right but um they split up the the state trooper heard gunshots he ran over there and found the officer Hamilton dead on an embankment he'd been shot in the head yeah <laughs> but um but what but I guess what is you know and that's awful it's terrible he left behind a wife and a kid and all that but like it's really the the reactions to it are just absolutely absurd. Right, there's just absolutely absurd. And the and, and the, the thing that depresses me is you have no way to talk about this with that's any, measured. Yes, there's no way to talk <laughs> about this in a way that's measured, insane, or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's just like cops. There, I mean, I don't know. It's like the way people talk about it. The way people talk about them. Um. You know, is like basically that they're citizens who have extra rights. They have rights. Right. Th- m- they have more rights than the rest of us. Right. And it and you know and so you've got that, which clearly sort of hints at this like higher military caste in our society. Right. And then you've got that like Army Corps of Engineers thing where they come down, and it's the same. I th- I I really do wonder if it's the same sort of mentality. Yeah. This is like no, we are a higher station above. You are just poor peasants. You are, you are. You, I mean, it's really just feudalism. It's just like you're peasants. You, I mean, like I guess we. It is a little bit different because you know you can rise up from the sort of lower classes and go into the military or the well cops. And I think is. I think also. I mean, I, I'm not saying that. Like, <laughs> I kind of set that up like, oh well, lower stations are dumb and all this stuff. But one problem with the whole thing with the military industrial complex with the police thing is there's also a terribly low barrier to entry yeah yeah you know and uh i think that's a problem well i was talking to matt about this over the weekend and you're just like um i don't remember why we were talking about this but matt made the point like you know if you you shouldn't be able to be a cop if you can't take a punch without just immediately wanting to murder somebody. And I was just like, fuck, man, they can't even, cops can't even get flipped off without that thinking they retribution. have, yeah, without, <laughs> yes, without thinking that they, they're RoboCop and they have the right to just fucking end your ass. Right. And you have no way to talk about this. You know? I mean, and all, the only reason that it depresses me is like I've said, I was just, all these Facebook statuses and people talking about it all around town and it's just like, you know, like, um, first responders, cops, and everything. We're giving, uh, you know, 
fifty percent off all meals at Buffalo Wild Wings and all this. Uh, that story dude, was funny. Dude, cops in this town, cops used to not pay to eat anywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. It went well. It's fucked up, dude. The Mexican restaurant they used to go down there, and you know, it, like their bill was no good. And it, but the the subtext was they were afraid that you know there's going to be a call to ice made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. If they didn't get their goddamn burrito for right. free or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just fuck. I guess it's always been you know, and I shouldn't be an exceptionalist about this. It's this is just it's been like this for a really long time. You know, me and you even got really into the whole Mountain Eagle firebombing thing and the whole subtext behind that is police brutality. Right. Um, which we should probably do an episode on one of these days. We got a lot of audio that we yeah. could turn into something. Right. But, um, but still, it is very, I don't know. For for folks that don't know, the Mountain Eagles are a town newspaper that's a, uh, yeah. Peabody Award winner and a Hugh Hefner Free think, Speech Award winner. I think Tom Gish even won the, um, could have sworn he won uh, a Pulitzer or some shit in the early 70s. Might have been, yeah. It's widely considered the best. Well, it, it was. Is, it, it was the highest selling album. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it is the best, widely considered one of the best rural newspapers in the country. Well. <clears throat> if not the. Yeah, it was traditionally. It was very antagonistic to the coal industry in the sixties and seventies in the Tennessee Valley Authority. A lot of big writers came through Mount Eagle. Um, a lot of very good investigative journalists. Um, but they were so antagonistic to the coal industry, like around the time of strip surface mining in the sixties and seventies, that their their offices was even firebombed at one point. And a lot of people speculated that it was because of their coal coverage, but really what had happened, it was because of their coverage of police brutality yeah. against local teenagers. Yeah. Cops were and the cops sh- did it. were shooting kids. The cops <laughs> paid two, three like little just dumb shit kid teenagers yeah, right. to burn it down because they were pissed about it. Two the, of which are first responders now <laughs> in this town. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, you know the 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 irony is right. the 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 main kid implicated, and and to the Gish's credit, they lost their whole fucking livelihood, and they still chose not to press charges against this. Right, this kid. right. But that guy is a firefighter now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, but you know, it's interesting though, like. That we bring that up right now because did you see that thing going around today? I didn't. I only saw the headline. I didn't read the article, but about how the decline of rural journalism, rural newspapers, is making places more susceptible to disease epidemics. Yeah, no, totally. I I didn't see it, but I I can believe it. Yeah, it's just because like, yeah, I don't know. People 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 don't really. I think pe- most people now in a lot of these areas get their news solely through local regional news right. through outlets like WYMT which is like your local what is it CBS affiliate right. or some shit like that right or um, maybe a sort of like smaller outlet but this sort of like main ideological um, tendency of a lot of these outlets is um, total um, it they they are totally 
I won't say in the pocket, but they're they are not adversarial to the corporate interests in this region. Not in the way whatsoever. Not in the I had a YM, I had a reporter from WYMT literally tell me one time she didn't she she didn't know that what she was saying was absolutely <laughs> insane. But what she said completely devoid of journalistic integrity. Yeah, yeah, like she yeah, yeah, she said this like she didn't know what she was saying was the most cowardly absurd thing I'd ever heard. But it was after that Pine Creek uh mine blew out. Yeah. And she told me she was like, "Oh, you know, it's just my editor, you know, they get a, they get really weird about stories that are um, really uh, that aren't kind to the, yeah, to the coal yeah, industry. Yeah, that aren't kind to the coal industry. So they, they really just sort of tamp that whole shit down. Yeah. But. Um, weird. But, but I do think that is a main factor behind why um, a lot of people in, <clears throat> you know, I hate to generalize, but a lot of people that I work with or that I know who are more conservative, like their 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 conservative views are only informed by these incredibly insane stories, like the one of the police Pikeville police officer getting murdered. You know yeah. what I mean? And and it's all like this whole sensationalist, like the opioid epidemic. Like this is what it has wrought on your community. It is it is you know wearing away morals and you know values and all this other shit yeah. and 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 how do you resp- how do you call that out how do you bring attention to the total fallacy of that without sounding like callous yes that, yeah exactly yeah I, I don't know like even when you were talking about the guy that that got killed i was like even me and i still felt like okay i hope i hope he doesn't go john mccain on this one. <laughs> You know, right, right. because like, no, it's true. It's there's no way to, well, no way that I know of right now to sort of dispel some of that stuff and talk about it in a measured way. And something's got to give, though. Oh, I do wonder if one of the ways to sort of combat it, or I don't, ha- I don't know what other word. Maybe to I do I do wonder if like an alternative vision is <clears throat> literally like um uh, the way it's like sort of advocating for the dignity of addicts for the humanity of addicts and and porn working people I hate to conflate the two but you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. <sighs> It's tough. It's I tough because I don't know. I don't know what uh, alternative. It's tough is. because I, I, when I would come home from college, I would dispatch at the fire department, and here and so like, I would obviously have a lot of dealings with like the police officers and stuff that came through there, and the way they talk, there's such a culture of dehumanization of addicts. Like here, there's a phrase which that makes no sense, but. It's sort of a deviation of the word hybrid. Uh huh. And they call them hybrids. Really? And it's sort of slang for, um, you know, people that are, you know, in the throes of addiction and all right. this kind of stuff. Right. And how do you how do you combat that at the same time you're combating this sort of valorization of fucking police and stuff right. like that? I, it's it's tough because it's so ingrained in us that like. 
these guys are the heroes and these people are the, the villains. worthless pieces of shit. Yeah. And it's like, n- no. <laughs> no. It, all, it really all does come down to who, how you identify who the villains in society really are. If people had half the vitriol for cola companies that they did for the addicts. Yeah. You know. But. Yeah. Shoot, I don't know. Uh, one of the funny things that, that was funny. The, one of the funny things I saw in the middle of all that, though, was uh, there was a a Facebook post. I think I sent it to you. I can't remember. There was a Facebook post <coughs> about a guy who was a firefighter. Him and his wife went to Buffalo Wild Wings, and they got their whole meal paid for. Oh, I know this guy. <laughs> well, what was funny about it was, I don't know if you noticed, at the end of this post, he was like, I don't know what people are talking about. People saying that Buffalo Wild Wings is a bunch of liberals. They sang the amendment and everything, and everybody stood for it. Like, he painted this wild picture of the... Who, okay, I want to know the person that accused Buffalo Wild Wings of... <laughs> Being libs. Being a bunch of libs. That's exactly I what I thought. I love that, though. I love that. We need to run with <laughs> That is exactly what I thought. I was like, who the fuck is accusing Buffalo Wild Wings? If you're a principled socialist, <laughs> you won't eat at Buffalo Wild Wings because like, they're a bunch of libs. Because that's all I associate it with is just like the pledge, the American <laughs> allegiance, fucking America, baby. <laughs> I don't know what everybody's talking about, Buffalo. Yeah. Why are we a bunch of liberals? Like, is that how far we've ca- if Is that how far off the? That's how far off we've gotten. Dude, you that, know, it, it could it could have funny. something to do with the fact just serving beer makes you a little more free yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I mean, I guess I could see that, but still, I don't. <laughs> I, no, I can't get there. I can't get there. And, and the picture he painted of that of that experience was insane. They gave him a free fucking meal, and they sang the pledge I, of allegiance. I went in Buffalo Wild Wings expecting it to be a bunch of homosexuals <laughs> waiting on me, <laughs> just playing, <laughs> just playing grab ass <laughs> as per their reputation. <laughs> and I was shocked to find that. <laughs> Actually, oh my fucking god! <laughs> they fucking turned all the goddamn TVs off, all all seventy three of them. And sang. And the they stood up on the fucking tables yeah. and they sung the national anthem just for me, motherfuckers. And that's what he says, though. He says that he says, uh, "No one kneeled. He said, not everyone stood. Everyone one person. stood. Not one." <laughs> God damn it. If I'm ever in a fucking Buffalo Wild Wings and hear the anthem, I'm kneeling. Oh, my fucking God. Hell yeah. And you will, too. Hell fucking And you yeah. will, too. Hell yeah. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. <laughs> mm. God damn, dude. Those- Ka- Kaepernick didn't get cheated out of millions just so I could stand up for the anthem at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> That's those are the times we live in, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking stupid everything is. Buffalo Wild Wings, the <laughs> the 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 gay man's hooters. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that is unbelievably dumb. I remember you sending that to me, and I looked at it for a second, and then I got distracted by. <laughs> Yeah, that means there's literally people out there who think Buffalo Wild Wings is like Queer Eye 
for the strip. Queer but, for the for the yeah. wing. <laughs> yeah, for the wing. <laughs> queer, yeah. Uh, queer yeah, for the wing eating <laughs> contest. God. Yeah. <laughs> this would be if we ever turn this into sketch comedy. That's gonna be. That's gotta be our. Yeah. My guy wants a. A ranch dip, <laughs> honey mustard. I don't fucking know what. There's not. God damn it! It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's crazy. Damn, dude. <clears throat> damn, dude. My mom texted me a minute ago. Um. She uh, she was like. Me and my dad are really, or me and my dad. She's like, me and your father are really glad you're not still in Austin handling packages right now. I was like, damn. I bet you did handle a lot of packages in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I handled the fuck out of some bag. That's why I worked at the Queer Eye Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> dude, dude. I fucking, I, I, the, you know, uh, during the winter time, during, or during Christmas time, when like all the package companies need extra yeah all hands on deck <clears throat> i always lose it because the hazard ups depot always puts out a job posting for a part-time package handler <laughs> yes and, and i cannot think of a job listing that it's literally the only job listing that i am completely unadulteratedly <laughs> qualified for <laughs> Yeah, it literally not full time. Full time's <laughs> too much, but part time package, hell package yeah. handling. You get to drive around the little golf cart. Yeah, you do. Yeah, with the little thing on the back. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the shit, man. <clears throat> I hated working for UPS during Christmas time. Yeah, you're time, a UPS alumnus. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was in the line of fire, so to speak. <laughs> like if I was doing it now, I'd be risking my life for. Getting blown up by packages. God damn, dude, that shit is so wild. And and you know what? At first, when that story broke, you know, people were like, "Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about this." Literally, nobody's talking. Nobody's. The media response to that is not proportional to how big of a story that is. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. I can't ever tell if like something's not getting enough coverage or. I, I have no sense of it. That's what I. That's yeah. what I mean by when I say that. I've been sort of obsessed with it in a weird way. Because if it is a serial killer, this kind of... Oh, you this picked a bad time to try to rehabilitate the Unabomb, my friend. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. But this, no. Seems, like a, this no. seems like a white supremacist deal, doesn't no. it? No. The Unabomber... The Unabomber... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You know what no, I'm going to say. The Unabomber was about something. <laughs> no, I was going to say that the only person that can stop this bomber... <laughs> They've got to bring him out of retirement. <laughs> They've got. <to laughs> you prophesied this a month ago. They got to br- exactly. If you were assembling your social justice league team, you would want the Unabomber. You want those skills. His skills are wasting away. The man has. I mean, for what you say, whatever you want to say. <laughs> His skills. The man, anyways, anyways. So, I think there's a story in this whole story. Uh, like every, you know, like everything. There's a story in this whole story about the 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 package bomber. <clears throat> Which is that if I I really do think that, you know, I was watching the press conference about this the other day. They they gave a press conference from like the the neighborhood Travis Country that the fourth bombing was in on Sunday. And and um they gave a press conference about it yesterday. And it's really fascinating how they like 
you know, even, you know, regardless of whether people are saying the media isn't covering it enough or what, there is media covering it in Texas and, in, you know, regional media and stuff like that. The local actors still have to respond to a heavily saturated media landscape, all this other shit. Yeah. And I think that that makes it a lot harder to, like, solve crimes. Oh, yeah. And I believe, and I tr- and I really do wonder if that's the reason that, like, some people like the Zodiac and all these other serial killers haven't been caught, Eurons or whatever. It's like, they can't actually do thorough investigations for the betterment of society because we live in such a media dystopia. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. And also, just the cops are stupid. Yeah. Get her on the beat. Right. <laughs> Can you see the... Right. The, we've, we're reaching out to the bomber, <laughs> asking asking for his demands. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This... That, didn't, that was fucking incredible. They were just like, uh, give us a call. <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. Our DMs are open. (laughs) (laughs) That was insane. You know, and I don't know. I don't know if there is, because, you know, they talked about at first how, like, the first targets were black people or people of color in Austin. And, you know, I used to live in Austin, and I can can confirm that the sort of places where these bombings went off are, are in... Uh, black neighborhoods and in poorer neighborhoods in in East Austin. But this fourth bombing does not fit that at all. Didn't go off. Didn't it go off at a FedEx facility or something? Well, there was. Oh, yes, that's the fifth built bomb. That's the one that. Oh, went so off that's today. a different one. Okay. That's a different one. There was one that went off Sunday. The fourth one was triggered from a tripwire. A tripwire. A tripwire. Trip yeah. And so that was part of the conference press conference. They were like advising people about tripwires. Like if you see any wire on the ground, <laughs> if you see a hard to see wire on the ground, exactly. They were like, it might be, it might be translucent, maybe it a might, little difficult, not be a little, exactly. Uh, may resemble fishing line, <laughs> exactly. Um, God, these cops are so fucking. It's it, no, it's it's if incredible. You, if you see a trip wire, <laughs> it's incredible, man. It's just like <laughs> if you see a needle in a haystack, <laughs> tell somebody. There are just moments when like the mask sort of slips or whatever, the veil sort of drops, and like you just see they like, really don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, yeah, and that nobody's in control. Right. You know what I mean? And that all the people, really, what it is, it's the but. And I and I got this with the Jim Justice thing during the West Virginia teacher, teacher strike, which is like the people at the top are so profoundly fucking stupid. Yeah. They're just stupid. They're just rich. That's, they're, what, exactly. that's why they're in that position. They have brute power and force behind them in the for, in the form of a fuckload of money. Right, yeah. And that's the only way they get their agenda. Any, it's just Don Blankenship, one of the stupidest fucking people I've that ever, ever existed. That ever existed. Yeah. Same shit. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, fucking Blankenship. But, um, but... This so the so the so the bo- so that one the fourth one was trip was triggered by a tripwire. Yeah, somebody was riding a bicycle by. Yeah, That's yeah, right. I yeah. guess or two kids were sort of walking around and they found it, but it seemed to have been set. You know, and who the fuck knows? These cops are again. They're just making it up as they go along. But yeah. it seems to have been sort of like rand like its targets were sort of randomized. They weren't targeting somebody specifically which would complicate the narrative that this this was the person behind this was all right there there also the there's softness on it it would not surprise me at least if it was fucking cops yeah and i only i don't yeah. i only say that about half jokingly well that's the thing it's just like that's that's exactly right like when it was sort of conjectured that the bomber was targeting black people it's like well maybe the actual cops are doing this right maybe they act you know what but i mean then, but i mean like 
if there was like if this was a huge a, a more big media story and they were like doing something other than fucking fucking nineteen eighties fucking cop movie investigation <laughs> tactics. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Fucking, I would say, okay, yeah, maybe that's just conspiratorial, but not outside the realm of possibility. Dude, a year ago in western Kentucky, do you remember there was this black guy that killed a state right. trooper out there? Right, right. And that's like, that's a whole separate, that's a whole separate thing. And But a state police captain out there said that this guy was with Black Lives, black Matter, Lives Matter, that he terrorist. was a, a terrorist and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking absurd. Right. Like, okay, the black guy killed the the officer or whatever. We could right. talk about that or whatever. Right. But the guy was not with Black Lives Matter. They literally fabricated it. Fabricated it, yeah. So anyway, that I mean, that's just one example. It's, it's fucking insane. It's like shit that you would see in like the 1920s. Yeah. And it's it, like people pretend that like that shit doesn't still go on. They're fucking criminals. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they make shit up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and I don't know who this guy was. I mean, he may have been fucking howdy doody Barney Five. I don't know. Uh, And, you know, <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about that. But um, who's Barney Five? Yeah, from Andy Griffith. <laughs> guy that, that shoots himself with the, you know, Don Knotts' character. Oh, okay. I never um, watched Andy Griffith. Anyway, <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry if, you know, I'm a complete police and prison abolitionist, and I, you know, I stand by that. But uh, if there's a leg to stand on in the fucking cop world, like... <laughs> I just don't understand how that like it's just such a weird fraternity where they all like cob for each other and under the most vile shit. Yeah, and I think it's fear of retribution. Like, <clears throat> I mean, it's, it runs like the goddamn mafia, but like a corny ass like lame version of the mafia. Yeah, it's not a cool mafia. It's fear of retribution, but it's also this. That's it's one of the really weird things about like the whole blue, the blue thin line. The sort of idea behind it being, it's like, yeah, it's fear of retribution, but it's also this idea that, like, society is this mass of just irrational violence, just just violent hordes of people yeah. that need to be corralled and kept in order at all times. Yeah. And the only thing holding that back from just pure anarchy and chaos at all times is this thin anarchy, blue line. Baby. It's the thin blue line, baby. <laughs> of people that... We have arbitrarily decided should have that de- designation. <laughs> Basically because they can run two miles in a certain amount of time and do 20 push-ups. <laughs> you know, I know I say this, like, I feel like I need to say, like, I don't say any of this to disrespect a recently fallen individual. I'm not trying to say that. But I am, tr- I am trying to say that people need to examine why we do have a station of individuals in our society that are infallible that are immune to all you know and this is scrutiny uh, i mean you know i don't know our most of our audience probably actually lives in cities so this this is all probably preaching to the choir to them yeah but i don't know but i really do think that like um this is yeah this i don't know this is directed more at people who don't live yeah (laughs) for rural (laughs) listeners all six of you i don't fuck all six of you one of these days we'll get an audience in actual electric county God, I hope they don't. I hope they don't hear this one. We'll be. They'll run us out of town. It's funny that you were talking about that investigation in Bevin 
potentially putting the kibosh on funding for all that. It's another, um, I meant to talk about it with you, but there's really not a whole lot to say about it other than to say that, is it tomorrow that teachers in several East Kentucky counties are walking, walking out? out? If it's yeah, it's like I'm four. Sure. Are they going to Frankfurt to protest? I'm not sure. You went to the demonstration yesterday. What was what, what was talk well, about that? Well, it was um, it was pretty cool. Honestly, it's a pretty cool idea. Um, if you've got a lot of people, I'm not. <laughs> if you got, I'm not. Table. It's funny. I'm not used to organizing like like our DSA pool party <laughs> that we literally got. We, six people. <laughs> we threw a DSA pool party and got six people, five of which was our organizing committee. Uh, yeah, I'm not used to organizing <laughs> anything more than ten fucking, ten motherfuckers at a time. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so it, it, no, it was a pretty good idea to at least raise awareness, and I think that was the whole point. But um, it is it is pretty interesting to see how wildly reviled Bevan is. Oh, he's he has zero chance of getting reelected. And I really do hope though that people. That people don't just think that, like, with me, the whole Bevin thing is kind of like the Trump thing. It's like, uh, people, Bevin is rightly sort of like, people, you know, everybody talks about how much they fucking hate him and all this. And he's a piece of shit. Matt Bevin is our governor, by the way. Um, but, but it's the, um, but he's just like, there's a, like, the guy that was Speaker of the House in, in the General Hoover, Assembly. yeah. Who just had to retire or resigned they, yeah. because he had got caught like sending lewd messages he was sexually harassing people yeah um like there are people that are even worse than than Bevin in, in the Kentucky state government right. 100 million times worse than Bevin right. <laughs> and i don't i don't know i mean like <clears throat> the target for a lot of this ire and outrage should be Matt Bevin but it should also be the fucking monsters who have been like sticking up or who have been protecting the coal industry from all fucking any kind of accountability for the last 50 fucking years too yeah yeah i don't know exactly democrats too man it's it's it fucking kills me fuck me too man (laughs) it'll actually probably end up killing us literally (laughs) but fuck yeah on my trudge fuck yeah it probably will. Um, okay, you got your red cords bandana over this. Like, <laughs> you know how when Lil Wayne would do his freestyles in 106 Park and he'd throw his red <laughs> red flag over the mic? Over the mic, baby. Yes, I want to do it for now. I'm going to come in here and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Put this red flag over my And it's cords. It's cords. <clears throat> Hell yeah. <laughs> you like that? You like that aesthetic? I was like, that would be cool. Tom will think that that's cool. Tom will think that's nah, cool. Man, I like recording here. It's fun. It's If we could get Tanya to come out more often, it'd be... We recorded at Matt and Carrie's last week. Did you listen to that episode? I haven't yet. No, I haven't yet. Uh, and I can tell I haven't because people are adding us <laughs> with like the inside jokes. <laughs> the jokes and I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, like, like okay. <laughs> they, have they mentioned toilet poplar yet? They haven't mentioned toilet poplar. Damn. I forget which one. Somebody said... Said the song from uh, was that Tiger Woods Golf or what was that? Oh, YLA Tribute. Oh yeah, no YLA County Club. Okay, was that like an old Nintendo Golf yeah. thing? Okay, I dude, that's the. Fucking... I remember YLA being a course. I think maybe on PGA Speak, Tour. Speaking Tiger of Woods. people adding Trillbillies, 
There's a motherfucker out there who, if I ever find you, I'll fucking murder you for calling my boy <laughs> gay Alex Jones. <laughs> Saying that Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look like a, the gay Alex Jones dude looking dude from the Trillbillies. I mean. Okay, I don't photograph well. I'll say that. I'm that's infinitely more handsome in real life than that's I am not true, on the internet. <clears throat> no, you got, you're, you're good. You got good photograph skills. Yeah. You got good. Some people, I guess that is a thing, you know, I guess like, you know, people who don't photo well, people who. Huff <laughs> <laughs> and gas. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's my fucking one. <laughs> people don't photo, it's, it's, you sound like uh, the, uh, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> on that Lincoln commercial. It's, it's spirit, it's, it's a vibe, man, it's spiritual. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. You think Matthew McConaughey would come on Trillbillies? That'd be that'd be pretty tight. It'd man. be on brand. Uh, Kinda. <laughs> you know, uh, when I was uh, when I lived in Austin, uh, I did see him one time. He's used to sort of drive around campus in a suburban. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like, I think he was like going through a divorce or something. Oh, I know. He, got, he was. This was that. like in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, I think he really, for a short while there, I think maybe his real life really was like his character in Days and Confused, <laughs> except he would do that at UT. He's on the poon stroll in <laughs> the suburban. University That's, of Texas. Gosh, damn, dude. If you're trying to pick up girls in a suburban, <laughs> I don't care if you are Matthew McConaughey. It's a little. This is because he's black. This, like FBI suburban. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is probably totally libelous. Um, who knows what he was doing? I probably only <laughs> saw him once, and I'm just. I thought, isn't he like the assistant football coach? <laughs> 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 isn't that one of his job titles? I know he's like, he's the uh, brand ambassador for Wild Turkey. And have you watched his Wild Turkey commercials? Yeah. Damn, that's pretty. I mean, I would never do that personally because I'm not, I'm not a sellout. Maybe for Randy's Rolling Papers, I'd probably I'd compromise my values for Randy's. I might, I might be a Randy's Rolling Paper uh, uh, spokesperson, for sure. But I wouldn't be cool. I wouldn't be able to be cool like Matthew McConaughey. I would be just my normal Randy's. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did, we did a Randy's commercial. I always forget about that. That was in the earlier days. We should put that back yeah, in. Yeah, we need so. to boost that again. That was in Trillbilly's early days before before we got a lot of followers. Yeah, back <laughs> back when we had 23 followers and we were tweeting into the ether. And we were we were on Mixcloud. Mixcloud, baby. Trillbilly's, we got our start on the Mixcloud, everybody. Um, and now look at that's worse than I wonder if there's mixed cloud rappers. Now we've got a beat lab and microphones. Every time I get down on ourselves, I have to remember we're from a town of fifteen hundred people, <laughs> tucked away, <laughs> isolated in mountains, literally. Like us having four thousand Twitter followers is like some motherfucker in Brooklyn having like sixty thousand followers. It is kind of funny um, that I wish I wish I could explain this to people on Twitter. Um, like whenever I see DSA drama and other shit just going on in on the generalized capital I'm L left, I'm so thankful. I'm yeah, I'm thankful that it, I, I live in the middle of nowhere with you know what I mean with no yeah. connections to any of these. It's so great because I'll, I'll <laughs> chat it up with some people that fuck with us a little bit, you know, like I'm just messaging and stuff. Yeah, and, and I don't get any of the references, but right. I act like I do. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucked up. Yeah, no, same here. No, it's pretty nice. And not only that, like, I, we are also sort of completely out of, 
you know, disconnected from a lot of just conversations on the left in general yeah. right now, which is, it, it's a good thing, but it is also a bad thing. You know, it's, it, it can be kind of isolating sometimes. Yeah. But poopy butt agrees. PB. What's up, peeps? Um, dude, I've been so paranoid that she's pregnant. So paranoid. Oh, yeah. Fucking, uh, J.R. Smith came through the window. <laughs> The fucking J.R. Smith yeah. of cats. <laughs> Trying to get the pipe. Honestly, he looks a lot like Arrow. Can, has Arrow, can you account for Arrow's... Uh... Arrow's a girl. Oh, Arrow's a... Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's Still. fine. Still. That's fine. <laughs> dude, dude, a horny cat, though, can let out the most blood-curling, banshee fucking scream you've ever heard. Yeah, oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It's, it's... It, it got in here, though. It got in the actual my actual house. Did you? It was. It's like you know. Cats have that like weird spiky dick. <laughs> you ever seen a cat, a fucking cat erect? If a, <laughs> I don't think I have. I haven't like in real life. <laughs> you know. Is it like a drill? In books bits? and magazines. No, that's like that's the duck. The cat is like it's got like fucking like. I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody confirmed for me that a cat has a spike of dick. You know, it is interesting. One of the things about uh, our evolved um, selves, you know, one area that we did really just sort of luck out on was the whole dick thing. Smooth dick. Yeah, like that could have been have a smooth dick. Really shitty for a lot of people if, if like a dog, you got. Stuck to somebody for like eight hours. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be so bad. <laughs> or you know, there's spiky penises. What if listen? What if Trump has baculum? <laughs> what, what if Trump doesn't even have a dick? He's got he's got a baculum. Like We're like, oh, that's whoa. a curveball from hell. <laughs> Trump had a dick bone. It's 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 often been it's often been rumored. It's often been rumored uh, Kentucky's basketball coach before Cal Perry was this drunk named Billy Gillespie. And uh, he was, like, famous for, like, just being, like, a shit show drunk and, like, hooking up with, like, college girls. Uh-huh. But, like, all, like, the salacious, like, anonymous stories of hooking up with Billy Gillespie, which, god damn, I wouldn't even <laughs> cop to that. Uh, all talk about how he wouldn't like he wouldn't like fuck him like he wouldn't get his dick out like he would just want to eat him out and then like really whatever. yeah and like everybody's like huh, he must have had a small penis counterpoint <laughs> counter argument <laughs> maybe he had back maybe he had baculum it's we we have overlooked this you know the people who wanted to laugh, wanted to laugh it up about maybe him having a micro peen or big dick. Here's what comedians. There's a fucking other option. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's, I, yeah. There's other. Yeah, dick uh, yeah. You fucking problematic <laughs> assholes. <laughs> oh damn. Yes, yeah. There's other things besides dick and pussy. I never thought about that. And it's boned dick. <laughs> I guess that's possible if the whole David Icke was that guy's name who believes that David Icke. The people that he the does, lizard like, people, yeah, lizard yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that that could be a scenario in which the dicks would be weird, the dicks of the ruling class. God damn, dude, that's true. Ever, yeah, lizard dick. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't a alligator have like a two penis, a two pronged, double? Yeah, it's got like two, two dicks. Wow, damn, dude. Well. We'll have to do a show on the weirdest dicks in the animal kingdom. (laughs) 
But anyway, my money's on Trump having baculum. I've seen a lot of animal dicks. (laughs) I even ran a blog one time about devoted to bat bat balls. You remember this? Yeah, when me and and Hootman were uh, netting bats. Uh, What was it called? Um, uh, Oh, fuck. What was it? Uh, uh, what's the Latin name for a big brown bat? Oh, oh, fucking uh, a pesticus fuck. I think it was a pesticus fuck. Yeah, I think that was the name of the blog. But we no, w- no, 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 no. I don't know how. Yeah, to yeah, s- yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you actually? I don't know how to actually. Spell They're not it. a myotis. Brown bats aren't a myotis, are they? No, little brown bat is. Yeah, little brown bats are myotis. Yeah, I forget what big browns. Are. Damn, dude! All this all this knowledge I used to have is deteriorating and eroding. You know I, how that works. Yeah, <laughs> you know I was I was uh, when somebody who shall remain nameless published a uh, article on bat sex and si- like some girl <laughs> in Syracuse. I I got a me- I got a mention there for providing the video. Oh, you did. Uh, we were You're playing excited. tennis one night and I saw bats fucking, which is rare. Doesn't seem like some. It was two Eastern Red bats. Yeah, which I will say this. They are they are one of the species that um, migrates. They are migratory bat species. Yeah, tree bats, right? What's that? Are they tree bats? Yeah, all migratory bats are tree bats, right? Yeah, because the um, you just hole uh, up in a cave if you don't migrate, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, see, I forget. I, I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week because we were talking about the bats that make it that go to. Uh, Hell. There's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's hell that, bats. Yeah, you know, you know, like you would expect bats to be in hell. I mean, they kind of <laughs> are a part of the whole hell aesthetic. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so like that would suck if you were a bat. If that was the only animal that died and went to hell. What animals do you think died and went to hell? Like bats, snakes, and bats, snakes, rats. Probably. Yeah. What about the bear? I'd say they've done bad things, but they, <laughs> I'd say they got into heaven. <laughs> They've done some bad things. <laughs> Bears are just kind of like big and dumb ogreish, and they're like, okay, I ate some people. I guess maybe I'm being too uh, anthropos- anthropocentric here. I'm defining good and uh, a species goodness and badness by the, the the chaos that they've wreaked on human civilization. Bears have done bears. Have, what what animal do you suppose is killed? And don't say fucking mosquitoes, smart guy. <laughs> Like what? What real fucking animal do you think is accounted for more human deaths than anybody else? Anything else? Uh, depends on how you dis- define an animal. You think dogs? Since we've kind of co-evolved longer with dogs, you think more wolves and coyotes have killed us than anything else? Damn, dude, I would say. Well, again, it depends on how you define an animal, because a lot of like mammal infectious diseases. Okay, mammal. All right, yeah. good. I would say... But rabies still, with the mammal thing. Fuck. But here's the thing. I guess here's an ontological question. Is it the bat that kills us, or the rabies virus itself? Yeah, no, no rabies. I'm talking straight up. The blame lies. Fucking claws on your fucking shit. Fucking, I would say probably... Alligators probably account for... Yeah, they fuck some shit up. Yeah, you don't don't <laughs> jump into a fucking water hole in Louisiana. I can't. Im- I you know, uh, snakes. 
I would. Oh, but they're not mammals. I don't know what I was thinking. But no, they, okay, okay. I would accept snakes. They though. have killed a fuckload of people. That's true. Venomous <laughs> snakes. Yeah, I was that's, laughing. That's the answer. I was laughing the other day. <laughs> I'm stupid. That's the answer. <laughs> I don't know why I was laughing the other day about the thought that like a snake bite is the least problematic way to die. I don't. It just it makes sense on an intuitive level. There's just something about it that makes sense to me. <laughs> Like humans should <laughs> should die from snake bites. It's pure. It's yeah. it's wholesome. <laughs> it's got a it's it's pure and wholesome. That's what that's what uh the Spartans call beautiful death. Right, right. You know, the um the bat thing, uh, I was talking to somebody about cuz there's a species of um oh shit. What's the big ass? What's the big not the evening bat? Evening bat they got a big old dick. The evening bat is renowned in the bat world for having a massive peen. How fitting that a uh, bat called the evening bat. <laughs> like he just he just like swoops down a little smoking jacket. A Hawaiian hoary tumbler of whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking big old dick. A Hawaiian hoary bat. There's uh there's a there's a species of hoary bat that is only found in Hawaii. And it's kind of a mystery how they got there. Like a lot of biologists think that they came in two waves. One of them went like 800 years ago, and then another one went like a few thousand years ago or some shit. Yeah. But goddamn, could you imagine making that trek from like California to Hawaii? How the fuck would they do something like that? Where would you pause at? Is there some? (laughs) You like post up on a driftwood or some shit? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that is interesting, though. Maybe they got... No. What? Do they... Hawaii is rabies-free, do... But... Is that true? Yeah, that's true. You ever just hear scientific facts that just really make you wonder if maybe God is real? God is real. God is real. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, things that that are really hard to explain, like how the fuck did a species of a hoary bat make it all the way to Hawaii? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Eh? No, I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> how do how do we have a viable podcast? For example, <laughs> good question. Maybe God is real. No, I, I don't mean that really, but I do mean that like uh, there are some things that just really make you wonder. Like, yeah, how did that? That's crazy. You coming around to God? No, no. <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Look at that. Little kitten's eyes and tell me there's not a god. I hope she's not pregnant, man. I've been fucking like pathologically, obsessively checking WebMD. I'm like pr- symptoms of cat pregnancy. <laughs> oh, you'll know soon because uh, their gestation periods not very long. Dude, it's fucking crazy. They can have kids. They can have babies as young as four months. Yeah, I know. That's fucking crazy. Not fair. Oh, she's getting a little doughy too, dude. That's, she's definitely pregnant as fuck. She's probably pregnant. Fuck. You could take her to the vet and they would they could see. They could do an you, abortion? They can do a cat abortion, yeah. No shit. Yeah. But bad news for you, pal. Our vet's a Christian. Missionary. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's that would be interesting. <clears throat> yeah, like how does so, a, listen, I know you're kind of against this for humans. <laughs> But, uh, man, I, I can't come off at kibble money, man. I'm stretched thin already. I would absolutely pay for that fucking shit. I don't want to be a cat dad, a cat granddad. Dude, wow, wow. <laughs> cat granddad. Would that be tyrannical? Is it wrong to have a cat? I think, I think, uh, I think only when it involves cats, I'm against abortion. 
think we should just you think I think we should just <laughs> proliferate the world with cats. <laughs> you, so you're you're I'm a hardline conservative when it comes when to, it comes cat, to cat, cat yeah. the sanctity of cat life. Yeah. Damn. Well, I res- I respect that. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> We're so fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't I how much time we got on there? That's an hour and fourteen minutes, my friend. That's we, a good episode. All right, let's 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 stick I think it's, in. this is a. I think this was a. Uh, this had some high notes. It did. It did. It was all high notes. I wonder if this. I wonder if you can take us out with a with a good trap beat. All right. Play us one on the fly. Oh shit! Check that out. You can just. All right. All right. I'll take us out with a good. All right, here we go.